When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your girl, the priestess, never your mistress, Shanique Taylor. Honey, here's another episode of Conversations with the Priestess. So get your libations and get your ancestors and sit down and have a conversation with your girl. What's going on, everybody? It's your girl, the priestess, sometimes your mistress, Yannick Taylor. Welcome to another episode of Conversations with the Priestess. Again, thank you all for tuning in to this lovely episode. This particular episode, and we're going to talk about a plethora of things. But one of the things that I want to talk about is, y'all, I recognize that as I am embracing 37, I turned 37 in March, I realized that I am now at the age where I get excited about household appliances. So your girl went and got one of the new, the little portable washing machines so she can wash clothes. Due to circumstances beyond my control, I have been going back and forth to the laundromat to do said laundry. So I got tired of spending extra money at the laundromat. I said, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to buy this little washing machine and do what I got to do. So the washing machine washes my clothes and it only has the little spin cycle because it doesn't generate heat. If y'all know the device that I'm talking about, this is a lifesaver. And thankfully, I'm able to just hang up my clothes and, you know, air dry them. Still wash them with my fabric softener. Do the works. Like, come on now. Don't act like back in the day, some of us that grew up in the country in the 90s and 80s. We ain't wash our clothes and hang them out on the line. Some of y'all Generation Zs may not know what I'm talking about, but some of us Millennials, Generation Xs, and Boomers know. remember hanging our clothes to dry. Some of us still hand wash some of our clothes because it's required, and we hang them bitches up after we done dried them and did what the fuck we got to do, let them air dry. It's a fact of life, honey. But I got excited as fuck about this appliance, and I couldn't wait to get it out the plastic. Now, mind you, a bitch messed around and didn't realize she ordered two. So when I realized that I had ordered two, I went on ahead and started when I pulled in the packages, you know, started the refund process. However, in me getting ready to pull some more packages in and to close my door, I didn't realize as I turned around to close my door and walk towards the other packages, not necessarily in that order, In my rushing and excitement, as I took a hit of this layer cake blunt that I'm smoking, it is so good. Yes, amen. So, yeah, in my excitement and rushing, I turn around and I head to the door, not paying attention, and I run smack dab in my door. And I had planned this elaborate video, but then I realized I had a big ass knot on my head. So if y'all saw my TikTok video and my YouTube video for this week of me singing, yes, I have a knot on my head where I ran into my door in my excitement about appliances. So needless to say, thankfully, I had a, 
I had to make me a little ghetto ass ice pack with a bottle of water that I had frozen. And thankfully I did that because I let they use it. I use that as an ice pack <laughs> for my wounded head. You know, my head is already big. I don't need my head to get bigger because I done banged it into a door. And what was so funny, y'all, I had my earbuds in, right? And y'all tell me why as soon as my head hit the door, my left earbud goes flying out of my ear. And <laughs> when I realized what happened, I said to myself, damn, girl, you gonna knock your head off, girl. You damn near knocked the dead in the door. The fuck? So, but I'm okay. I might just be a little bit more, you know, myself that I, you know, am. Child, ain't nothing wrong with me, child. It just, yeah. It hurt like hell, though. But, um, yeah. Got excited and busted my head. But I must say, the washer does a great job in washing my clothes. I love it. And it's inexpensive. And, uh, I, I'm absolutely grateful. I love me a good washing machine, honey. Because, baby, and it's nothing like having clean clothes. Because for me, I don't have a problem going to the laundromat. I really don't. But I recognize a fact that, and I'm not being elitist or anything when I say this, the general public uses those things. And nine times out of ten, yes, they may have staff that come and sanitizes those washers and dryers. But sometimes you can't get to them quick enough and you can't sanitize said dryers. And that's just that's just the thing for me. For those of y'all that know me, y'all know I don't really give two fucks about public restrooms either. <clears throat> I will use public restrooms, but I absolutely hate when I have no choice but to use a public restroom. And for those that know me, honey, I am one of the divas that will put toilet paper down if you don't have the seat covers or stuff, you know. Mm-mm. mm baby. I got to put down something to cover the toilet seat. I'm not at home. I'm not in the facilities of my house. And so that's kind of the logic that I have when I go to a public laundromat. And that's just me. I suck it up, you know, do what I have to do. And thank God for laundry sanitizer. And I really found out about this during the pandemic in 2020. That is now they've deemed it as an endemic. You know, I get the sanitizer and sanitize my clothes. And you know what? If I ever have to go back to a laundromat, I'm going to carry Lysol with me and spray the inside of those washers and dryers. Disinfect them bad boys. Make sure they're nice and dry before I wash my clothes, honey. Sometimes you got to do what the hell you got to do to sanitize. Now, and I'm going to get off my little soapbox, but it's nothing like having clean things. And back to the original point, I'm grateful for my washer and dryer. And I got excited about that. My next feat is getting another air dryer, um, air fryer. Um, and I really, I already saw the color that I want to get because I want it to match my, um, my pans, the color of my pans. I have a nice little turquoise pan set that I got. And oh my gosh, it's just so beautiful. And I actually want, I want my appliances, appliances to kind of match, you know, the color that I'm going for. So th that's how you know you are getting older. When your ass start getting excited about household appliances. Now, the other thing about aging that you may see us joke about online or that you may see me joke about is aging and the physical aspects of aging. Now, I'm going to admit, I may complain about my knees sometimes. That's because sometimes my knees do get on my fucking nerves. I'm 37 years old. I'm not a spring chicken anymore, honey. 
I can't move like I used to move like I did when I'm in it, like I was when I was in my 20s. And seeing as I'm the type of woman during adult fellowship, I like to get folded up like a pretzel. And also, I like being able to dance and get up out of bed without my bones and shit cracking. But also, I like to exercise and I like to make sure that I'm able to keep the sack of bones active. So I've started doing yoga and really started back exercising because there was a period where I was actively going running in the mornings. But due to work and life and shifts in career paths kind of shifted and I just started doing yoga and I absolutely love yoga. Yoga has become an emotional release for me. Um, there's some emotional release yoga that I've done and baby, I did that shit and I started crying during the yoga session because for yoga, for those of you that are familiar with yoga, with the positions and poses, it releases a lot of stress. It gets to the cracks and crevices of our body and helps release those toxins and emotions so you're gonna feel some shit sometimes and i absolutely love the relaxing feeling after yoga but memorial day weekend i went dancing with one of my crew with some of my crew and and you know i can't twerk for shit but i will still twerk okay no shame in my game hey look i ain't the best twerker but let me have my moment please okay so i was out dancing i did a move to where i was twerking but i you know, went into a modified version of Downward Dog and I had my arms wrapped around my legs while I was like dancing up on my friend. And my friend is like, girl, you are flexible as fuck. I was like, well, thank you. Yoga has been helping me. And while I'm dancing, I realized that I was like dancing and dropping it low, not having to reach for somebody to come pick my ass up. I can drop it like it's hot again and not have to let it down like it's warm. I'm grateful. So to be able to dance and drop it low and to bend over and stuff and not have my knees pop, that has been a blessing. To my 30 and up club, if you want your Megan the Stallion knees back, do some yoga, but talk to your physician first because we are older and shit changes after you hit 30. They don't want to tell you that. But also at this age of 37, along with taking care of my physical health, I am aware that as I age, there are going to be certain things that irk the shit out of me. And one of those things is unnecessary fucking noise. I want to know why I am hearing you and your good Judy at like 10 o'clock in the morning yelling obscenities at each other on a fucking Tuesday. I don't want to hear that on Monday. I don't want to hear that on any day of the week. It's like unnecessary. Y'all could have just texted out and cussed each other out via phone or via social media. No, y'all chose to do that when I'm trying to like work from home, darling. Like what the hell? I get it. There's other people in my building other than me. I get it. But, you know, considering there are certain things called quiet hours, please follow them, honey. Uh, and like along with unnecessary noise. I don't, okay, major pet peeve. <clears throat> when it comes down to unnecessary noise, one thing I don't like is when I'm trying to enjoy something and there is like something or someone that's purposely being annoying. And this is especially true when I go to movie theaters. I don't like unnecessary noises. 
and unnecessary bullshit in the movie theater. And, you know, one thing that I do, I make sure I go to the movie theaters now where I know there's not going to be a lot of teenagers. I'm sorry. I know. Yes, I was a teenager once. I know how I was as a teenager. I know how I was in my 20s. That's why I'm like, look, I know this next generation is different. They built different. Okay. Some of them no respect. Some of them don't. That's every generation. So I'm just saying. But now I like I like going places because let's let's be honest. When we see a bunch of teenagers and some of us that are approaching for it, we see 20 year old, 20 year olds. And I know y'all be like, damn. All these children out here. Damn. Am I... Damn. I'll never forget a couple of years ago, me and a friend and I, we had went to a club. Um, This is when they opened up the clubs back during the pandemic. And we were out there on the club as the queer and trans elders. And we was looking and I just realized what year it was. And I said, girl, just to think, 10 years ago, (laughs) that was us out there on the dance floor. And my friend said, mm-hmm. I said, child, we getting up there, ain't we? And I'm, I'm grateful to be able to say I am 37 years old as a black trans woman, given the statistics and our mortality rate. It's a blessing um, to be a black trans woman that is able to say, hey, I'm getting older. That is a great blessing in and of itself, because many of us with the assault of our lives can um, with the government, with the daily assault on our lives due to threats of violence and various factors of us being at the intersectionality of being black, trans, and women. Woo! Baby, it's rough out there in these streets. And for many of us, many of us may not have the support system that we would, um, that we desire or that is required for us. And thankfully now, because we are more visible, thankfully there are more resources. And unfortunately, due to grand wizards in various places, they want to make it hard for trans people to have access to care. So we still have to continue fighting, family. We got to still fight. If you are not registered to vote, please register to vote. Make your voice heard. Speak, fill out petitions. Do what the hell you got to do and find yourself on the right side of things. But with that being said, y'all... I'm going to take a quick break before um, y'all hear all these ads and shit. I do want to leave y'all with this. Um, My Yannick T Music Instagram is suspended until further notice. Um, I'm not sure what's going on. My page has been, I've been on a couple of my social media platforms. There has been some issues going on with people reporting my page. I'm not sure if it's a system glitch or spam. But right now, follow me on IG at the following page at CWT Priestess. Please check the show notes. I have resources for you all, some other trans resources and trans creators that I want to put out there and that I do want to direct you all to. So y'all check out the show notes as well. I have some great things. And this week's password is superfluous. If you're listening to this podcast, I want y'all to... You know, live tweet me with the definition of this word and let me know that y'all have listened to this podcast. So y'all with that, I'm going to take a quick break, puff on some old tree, live up and be free, smooch it. And I'm back, bitches. Welcome back to this episode of Conversations with the Priestess. Huh. So I mentioned 
before the break that I'm the type of woman that likes to get folded up like a pretzel. So, since I like being folded up like a pretzel, y'all get ready. Coming soon, um, I'm dropping a new segment of Conversations with the Priestess with its own episode called Not Safe for Work. Um, this particular installment is going to be on Fridays, and this is going to be a transsex talk edition of Conversations with the Priestess. So, I'm going to talk about sexuality from my standpoint, um, and I invite you all to join the conversation. Y'all can hit my mail back up. Talk the number two priestess. Again, that's talk two priestess at gmail.com. Always check my show notes for how you can keep up with me. And I have some resources in the show notes for you all. And this will let me know if y'all are paying attention to not paying attention or not. Okay. So if there's anything that you want to know about the show or have anything that want to know anything that I have going on, show notes, show notes. So, but yes, I am starting Not Safe for Work. I'm very excited about this work. I've been wanting to talk about sex for a long time, but because of mm, religious influences and um, fully deconstructing religion now, I'm, I'm in a different place. I'm in a better place. And hence you have the Not Safe for Work podcast. And I hope and pray that you all enjoy it. Now, y'all ain't going to hear all of the, my um, gory sex stories and shit y'all not gonna hear all the gory all the good shit you know you have to um be behind a paywall to get the freakish nicky details on your girl i'm just gonna be real y'all gonna have to be behind the damn paywall to get those goodies darling i'm just gonna be real so but yes please look out for not safe for work now Before we go any further, before we go into the talk to priestess moment of the week, I want to encourage you all during this time that while we are yet fighting for our right to gender affirming care, as we make this world a better place for the next generation to come, don't forget to take self-care for you all. Please don't forget to take self-care for you all. I want y'all to do that. Please take care of yourselves. But I'm going to let that go. So there's a word on my heart that I want to share with you all. And let's get ready for a talk to priestess moment. Okay. So in this talk to priestess moment, I'm going to talk about boundaries. I'm going to talk about healthy boundaries. So, at this point in my life, I am no contact with my family the closer I get to facial feminization surgery, as well as I continue on my healing journey. And in order for me to have peace as I prepare for surgery, have my recovery period, focus on the ever-evolving doors of life, I've decided to go no contact. Then, of course, due to transmissia and transphobia, no contact. And for those of us, going no contact is difficult at first because there is a grieving process that takes place when you disconnect yourself from family members that you have been familiar with all of your life. And now because of antiquated ways of thinking 
um, biases and other factors. We have to go no contact. And these people that we've gone no contact with has been a great staple in our life. However, when one of the things that happens when you go no contact from individuals, be it um, former lovers, friends, whomever or whatever, and you start playing back things, you will remember the good and the bad. And do not feel guilty for going no contact because it's for the best, especially if it's to protect your peace. And don't feel bad if you start missing them. That's a normal part of the grieving process. It is okay to sit there and grieve those the loss of those relationships. It's hard as hell right now, me not being connected to blood relatives because I decided to live in my truth. And while we go no contact, we have to make sure that we maintain those boundaries because sometimes with family members, you will often get messages saying, I know you're not talking to me. That's your choice, but I'm concerned about you. To me, that's gaslighting and avoiding accountability. And that's basically saying it's your fault that you're not talking to me. It's basically saying, well, I should be able to misgender you and disrespect you and you take it. But that's your choice. No, mm -mm. you made that choice. And you made it easier for me to go no contact with you. And it's hard as hell. But I'm thankful that I'm, I'm, I'm thankful and I'm hopeful as well that, you know, other trans people in this situation, that we have that community, that we have that support system. Because many of us don't have that support system because we are who we are. Many of us, it's, it's a process. Many of us are going through hell for us to live our lives the way that we know is meant to be lived. And... As I get closer to my facial feminization date, the reality is hitting me hard that I'm really becoming the woman that I saw myself as. And when I look back at the treatment that I've received during my lifetime, I don't regret my decision. And and it it there are times where I do question. By me going no contact. What if the death angel comes and we haven't reconciled? That is a major thing for me. And, and it could be because of my Christian roots. But also, I also think, well, I didn't do anything wrong. I just chose to live my life. And the other parties chose whatever path they took. It's a harsh reality, but that is the struggle. And I want to leave this with you all as I come out of this talk to priestess moment. Please stop telling trans people 
that we signed up for the mistreatment that we're getting. We did not sign up for this shit. Other people heaped it on us. We signed up to be treated like fucking human beings and to live our lives without being bothered. But other individuals that have a problem with us because of unrealistic fear and because of religious propaganda and indoctrination and several other factors, they want to listen to that bullshit and make it hard for other people. Miss me with that bullshit saying that I've signed up for this. I didn't sign up to be treated like a third class citizen, like a second class citizen. I didn't sign up to being the bottom of the totem pole. Don't ever say that to me. Don't ever say that to anyone. That is some of the most disrespectful shit I've ever heard. Don't tell anyone by them wanting to live their truth that they signed up for hardship. Life is already hard enough. We don't need other people blaming us for for us just living our lives and the powers that be making it hard on us. Y'all can kiss my ass with that. But I digress. I'm going to take a quick break. Let me refresh myself. Y'all go get you a drink of water. Gonna have some more fun after we come back because I'm going to talk about some of my dating shenanigans and then we're gonna end the show. All right, so y'all live up and be free. A bitch will be back. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Dating can be exhausting as hell. And you already know on these apps and shit, you run into all kind of interesting people, interesting faces. It's a lot. And... Recently, I decided, you know, I'm going to take a chance, see what's out there. Not really looking for anything, just, you know, being my little free single self, being a little thought bot, as my friends would say. But now, just, you know, meeting new people. I've met some great people off the apps. You know, I've had some good hookups, not going to lie. But <clears throat> this message goes out to my cis men. And to my men who actively pursue trans women, I, 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 I feel the need to say this. Number one, yes, we know that we are pretty. You don't have to constantly say, hey, pretty to us in every sentence. Okay. That makes it what it gives off is that you're interested in us, but you're basically looking at us for sex. Number two, it is not flattering, nor is it cute for you to say, well, you know, I've never been with a trans person before. To be honest, we didn't need to know that right at this moment. It's like having sex with anyone else. If you're curious, please. Do your homework. There's something called Google. Please do not go on Pornhub or anything for ideas on how to have sex with sex people, with trans people. 
you can find that on Google and find scholarly sources, but that's too much like right. Also, when you're dealing with trans people, please do not ask us how that will affect your sexual orientation or your sexual identity. That is some work that you have to do on your own. We're not going to do that for y'all. That's not our job to do that. Again, there's Google. There's YouTube. You can easily find resources. And I have resources below that can help you with how to speak, how to approach trans people if that's what you want to do. There are easy ways. I just want to leave that out there because I am tired. Okay? We are tired. Okay, people? We are fucking tired. I hate that shit. And <clears throat> I'm not coming down on cis men or anything, but please, my brothers, please get that shit together. Mm -mm. Get your shit together. Like for real. And the reason why I say that in my experiences, it's, it's annoying to hear someone say, oh, I've never been a, with a trans person before. Okay, would you tell a cis woman that you've never been with a cis woman before? Yeah, I didn't think so. So, yeah, and when you say you've never been with a trans person before, that's actually othering us and making us feel like we're just a new curious, a new toy that you're curious about. And that, my friend, is what we call fetishization. Um, fe yeah, fetishization. Fetishization. Child, yeah, that. You're making me a fetish. And I've had, I actually had a religious leader tell me this. You know, where everybody's someone's fetish, you just have to live with it. No, I'm not going to live with being looked at as a sexual object, which in turn dehumanizes me. What the fuck? But I will say this. If you're going to fetishize me, motherfucker, then you're going to pay me. That's all I'm going to say. If you're going to fetishize me, hit that cash app. Hit my Venmo. My time is money and money is time. So what we're going to do here? Because we can play this game all day. I can dominate you. I can switch it up, baby. But we're going to talk more about that on Not Safe for Work. With that being said, I'm going to bid you adieu. I love y'all. Y'all don't forget to leave me a review. Y'all live, love, and be free from the priestess. Smooches. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. Yeah, you're beautiful.